Welcome back to the Choose to Be Happy podcast. I'm so excited to have you guys here today because we're talking about something so important. We're talking about body, our bodies, and our relationships with our bodies, and how we feel about how we look, and how it can totally be holding us back from being as happy as we want to be. And It was just New Year's. I hope you guys just had an amazing New Year's. And I know that it's a time that we all set intentions. Many people set goals for the New Year. And one of the most popular goals for the New Year is that people want to lose weight. They want to lose weight. They want to change how they look. They want to start going to the gym. They want to start working out. They want to look better. And... That's what we're going to talk about today because it is so common for people to struggle with negative body image and it's so common for people to have low self-esteem. And in fact, research has shown that a significant percentage of people struggle with body dissatisfaction and feelings of inadequacy about their appearance. When I was a kid, I was so self-conscious. I remember people would make comments about my body and it made me hide For most of my life, I remember being about 10 years old when someone told me that my thighs were too thick or someone else told me that my arms were too hairy and I was laughed at for being a head taller than all my friends. I was the tallest girl in my class, so much taller than even the kids in the grade above me. And I remember it really had an impact on me. It really, really did. And I remember not wanting to wear tight pants. I didn't want to put on a bathing suit at the parties that I went to. I remember going to like pool parties in the sixth grade and I was the only kid not in a pool. And I remember there was a time that I did a dance performance with my friends for a talent show at school and they were all really skinny and I had to wear a leotard because that was the outfit that the moms picked out for us. And I just remember having my arms folded in front of my stomach because I was so self-conscious because I had rolls, I had stomach rolls as like a sixth grader and I was so uncomfortable. And one of the other mothers kept saying, Evie, take your arms away, stop folding your arms. And then I finally like unfolded my arms, but I found a sweatshirt and I quickly put it on. So I was hiding under a sweatshirt because I didn't want anyone to see the stomach rolls that I had because I didn't want to be laughed at again because people laughed at me for the way that I looked. And it was a horrible feeling. It was a horrible feeling. And if they weren't saying anything mean to me, then I remember being around people who were saying how cute or how beautiful my friends looked. And I was just like standing there wishing I could be invisible because I knew that I didn't look pretty like they did, you know? And I I remember it had such a huge effect on me. Like I even started shaving my arms when I was 10 years old because I was so uncomfortable about the comment when somebody said that my arms were hairy. And I was so self-conscious about my height that I would slouch. I would slouch so that I could look shorter next to my friends, especially in pictures. And I used to think that I was the only person who felt so bad about myself. But then I was listening to the Rachel Hollis podcast And she talked about how she was running a conference and she asked a room of 800 people, 800 women. She said, raise your hand if you hate the way you look. 
and every single woman in the audience raised their hands. 800 people, 800 people. And it made me remember, like, I used to work behind the scenes at fashion shows and there were these gorgeous models, beautiful models with these perfect bodies, you know, quote unquote perfect, that that like the society would lead us to believe that they were like the perfect, flawless figures. They were like 5'10 and a size zero and they were unhappy with the way that they looked. And it just crazy and sad to think about how many of us are struggling with our bodies and our perceptions of our bodies. And, you know, so many people, they try to cover up their gray hair, they get plastic surgery, they get Botox, they get nose jobs, they get liposuction. Some people put chemicals in their hair to make it flat or thin, while other people try to make their hair more full. And I'm not judging any of this. If you know me, you'd know that I change my hair all the time. I'm just, I'm mentioning all this because it's so common for people to not be happy with how they look and to want to change. And we pile on makeup and we extend our eyelashes and we get scars removed and we smooth out our wrinkles and we hide the bags under our eyes. And You know, sometimes the shame people feel about their appearance is so overwhelming that it leads to increased risk of developing eating disorders and depression and other mental health issues. And I just want to say that if you are somebody who's struggling with your body image, I want you to know that that is so common. It is so common. And you are not the only person that feels shame about how they look. And I also want to say thank you to Lizzo because she is such an amazing human being. The fact that she shows up in whatever she wears that's not even covering her butt. She shows up and posts pictures of herself all over the internet in a thong or, you know, she's like barely wearing any clothes. And I think that's so amazing She's so confident, she's so beautiful, and she's such a great influence for all of us to see how somebody could embrace themselves exactly as they are. And I'm so grateful to her because I see that my daughter and future generations are going to grow up with a role model like that. It's so important. Celebrities like Lizzo and other body positive advocates, they are helping to raise awareness about the importance of self-acceptance and body positivity. You know what? It is, it's so important. It's so important for people to get to the point where they're unapologetically embracing their bodies and promoting self-love and self-acceptance because they are helping to challenge these ridiculous societal expectations and standards of beauty. There's a, a singer by the name of Jax. She's a songwriter, J-A-X. She recently wrote a song about Victoria's Secret. And it's, it's so good because we all grew up looking at the Victoria's Secret models on the runway and they're all like stick thin with ginormous boobs. And then the pictures of them in the magazines, they're just photoshopped. And the, the models, they starve themselves to the point that so many of them die. You know, their countries have started to set regulations on companies where they aren't allowed to 
hire models like that anymore. It used to be that the fashion shows would only hire models that were severely sickly anorexic. I'm not judging saying that they looked good or bad. I'm saying that they were physically unhealthy, that they were literally dying of starvation, and that that was the idea of beauty. And I also want to say that I am not by any means hating on any kind of body and I am not glorifying any kind of body at the same time. And I want to make that very clear because there's another amazing social media mogul. Her name is Jenna Kutcher. I'm sure you've heard of her. Um, she's been a major role model in the body positivity movement. And, you know, she's, I don't know if you're not familiar with her, she's married to this guy who's a bodybuilder and, or maybe he's, I don't know exactly what he does, but he's like this guy with this amazing body. And then she, she went ahead and she posted some pictures of herself in a bikini and she was far from a size zero and she received so much negativity from her followers and her fans you know, people saying mean things about her body. And she continued to be herself and continued to just like show up wearing whatever she would, would wear, like a bathing suit or a bikini or short shorts. And people would continue to say mean things and she would speak out about that. And she became a major role model in the whole body positivity movement. And then it turned out that she ended up recently losing a bunch of weight. And the craziest thing was that now she's still receiving so much hate mail and so many mean comments from people who are mad at her and calling her a traitor and saying she looks bad or she looks better before because she lost weight. And I just want to say that that's not okay either. Like, what what is this with people commenting about our bodies and saying, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. And I'm, you know, all the power to her. If she wants to feel confident this size or that size, it's none of our business. It's about how you feel, about how she feels. And it's her own choices and it's her own body. And how dare people, how dare people open their mouths and say anything about anybody's body? It sucks. But you know what the truth is? You, you can't control anybody else. You can't control what other people are going to say. And the biggest thing to realize is that oftentimes we are holding ourselves back from having so much fun and living our lives because we're so worried about what other people are going to think. And I know I did that so much of my life. I held myself back from having fun or from being myself or showing up in the way that I wanted to show up because I was so worried about what other people thought of me. But then I started experiencing vertigo. I started experiencing vertigo and it was so bad. It was literally hitting me all day, every day for a year and a half and it wouldn't go away. And I was so desperate to do anything to get rid of the vertigo. And I went to a nutritionist and a healer and they told me to eliminate all these foods, all the foods that cause inflammation and all the foods that cause hormonal imbalances because their theory was that it could be the food that's causing vertigo. So I went on this crazy restricted diet. I was desperate to feel better. And this time it had nothing to do with my appearance. If you told me that if I gained 400 pounds, that that would have cured the vertigo, I would have done that. If you told me that I needed to remove a limb and that would have taken away the vertigo, I would have done that too. 
But, you know, somebody said, cut out all these foods. It's going to make the vertigo go away. I did it. I did it stricter than I've ever dieted in my life. And I was so motivated to keep up with this diet because I wanted to get rid of the vertigo. And I quickly, like within a crazy amount of time, like maybe a month and a half, I lost 40 pounds. And the shocking thing to me was I had a very similar experience to Jenna Kutcher where all these people were just flooding me with negative comments. First of all, the people that had called me fat or had you know commented on my rolls or my thunder thighs before said things to me like, wow, you look great. <laughs> and then the people who had been kind or silent about my weight all along suddenly started saying things about how awful I looked. People would say things like, you look like a skeleton or eat a cheeseburger. Or, Haven't you lost enough weight? And it was humiliating. And I felt the same amount of shame as I did when I was 10 years old wearing shorts in the car when my cousin told me that I had thunder thighs. And that's when it hit me. The problem was not my weight. It never was. The problem was how much I cared about what other people thought of me. And I realized, I realized how liberating it would feel if I could get to a point where I didn't give a crap what other people thought. That would be freedom. That would be total freedom. And for the record, that diet to rid myself of vertigo, it, it didn't work at all. I still felt vertigo even without all the supposed foods that might be causing it. So I quickly went back to eating a normal diet and then the pandemic started and I gained back more than I had lost because suddenly I found myself glued to the news in the middle of the night, hugging my Costco-sized container of M&Ms, shoveling them in my mouth. I was so nervous about what was going on with the world and... I was just eating to soothe my anxiety. And that's something that I've done a lot too. And many people do that. We eat our feelings. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll be really good for a whole month. I won't eat any sugar. And then suddenly someone brings over a box of donuts and I'll have one. And then I'll feel annoyed at myself that I ate that one donut. And I'm going to tell myself, okay, fine. Tomorrow I'll start over with the healthy eating. But then I see that box of donuts staring at me in the face and my mind says, okay, you've already fucked up. You'll start again tomorrow. So now I eat another donut. And I say to myself, okay, it'll be a long time before you eat any more donuts because I'm definitely not going to buy them and bring them in the house. So then I'll find myself eating another three or four donuts. And then I'll feel sick and I'll go to bed upset and I'll feel like I failed myself. And I, I know that a lot of people go through this. A lot of people end up eating their feelings and they binge eat and some people purge and it's awful. It's so unhealthy for us. And then there's the guilt and the shame that we feel because we feel like we couldn't even do this one thing that we wanted to do, which was stay away from the donuts. And it's a struggle that so many people experience. I'm not sure if anyone can relate, but for me, it's easier to have no donuts than just one bite because once I have a bite, I want 10 of them. But that's, that's not the point. The point isn't about eating or not eating. The point is about how we feel. You know what's really interesting? The more I tried to get to the core of what was causing my vertigo, I realized it was caused by my fear of what other people thought of me. That was it. That was it. Every time I'd feel vertigo, I realized it was because I was so worried about what other people thought of me. And when I turned 40, I realized that's what I need to lose. I need to lose the weight of other people's opinions because that's what's toxic. That's what's toxic. Caring so much about what 
somebody else thinks, whether it's your friends or your family or some guy you're trying to impress, whatever it is, that's what we need to lose, the weight of other people's opinions. My fear that they're going to laugh at me or say something mean if I'm too big or too small or too fat or too underweight or too tall or too pale or too old or too plain or not feminine enough or not fashionable or not cool enough. I'm done with it. I don't want any of it. Tomorrow I may look different because our bodies change. If we're lucky enough to grow into old age, we'll be covered in laugh and smile lines and have gray hairs to mark our experiences. You know, and if you want to dye your hair, fine, dye your hair. If you want to get Botox, get Botox, but do it for the right reasons. Do it for you. Do it because it's fun. You know, instead of trying to diet to reach a certain weight goal, I now eat to beat depression and I eat to beat anxiety. I eat to feel the most energy and the most clarity and the most joy. I I make choices right now. I make lifestyle choices to help me feel fully alive and to help me feel fully awake and energized. If I don't eat chocolate, it's not because I'm worried that you might think I'm fat or pimply if I do eat chocolate. It's because I know that chocolate causes me to get a migraine and I don't want a migraine, so I don't eat chocolate. I work out not because I want to fit into a size whatever. I work out because I know that it boosts my endorphins. I dance and I swim and I roller skate because those things fuel me with so much energy. They fuel me with more energy than they take. They make me feel happy. I try to do more of the things that make me happy. I dance around the house in my roller skates, blasting Lizzo because it feeds my spirit. I do the things that make me happy. You know, what if you could let go of the fear of other people's opinions and eat in a way that makes you feel alive? I want you to feel good. There's nothing sexier than confidence. I remember once I went through a breakup and a friend of mine was like, that's it. We need to boost your self-esteem. We're going pole dancing. And I was like, wait, what? I, I am not going pole dancing. I do not do that. I have no rhythm. I don't even own a pair of heels. Like, what are you talking about? And the next thing I knew... I was dragged to this place called S-Factor in the middle of Los Angeles, and I never in a million years thought it would be something I was interested in, but I was open-minded about it, and it absolutely was the best thing I ever did for my body image and my self-esteem because it helped me feel more confident and comfortable in my body. Another way that people can boost their self-esteem is through boudoir photography. I had the opportunity to talk to a boudoir photographer by the name of Emily Woodruff. She's amazing, and she's going to tell us how boudoir photography has helped so many women boost their self-confidence. And I, I totally recommend doing something like this because what a great way for you to realize how beautiful and perfect and amazing and whole and enough you are now right now, just as you are, without any need to change anything. So boudoir photography is something that's really exciting and is a very unique way to empower women no matter what point in life they're at. Boudoir can be captured if you are 25 years old, if you are pregnant, if you have already delivered five babies and if you are a mature client all of those are fitting and it's so exciting to watch people come into their own element 
through a boudoir session. What I love about it is seeing a woman come through my studio or come through a session with me. And the beauty of boudoir is that it's bare. It's minimal. It's not high fashion. It's not big fancy clothes. It's not extravagant things added to the element to to make this photo shoot it's you and you are the subject and watching a woman learn that she is the focal point and that she is truly beautiful and that she is truly something worth seeking after is really exciting and really fun and it's a it's a it's an incredible experience to be on either side of the lens I love watching women come into their own and truly understanding that they have something to offer and that they are the beautiful woman that we tell them that they are. That it's not just a line or a story, it's real. So watching somebody just see it sometimes for the first time, there really truly is no better feeling. Participating in a boudoir photo shoot often requires people to step out of their comfort zone and embrace their vulnerability, which can be a powerful and empowering experience. And has imperfections and flaws, and that's what makes us human and unique. You can love yourself and still want to change how you are. And that's okay. And But the most important thing is that you get to the point where you love yourself now in this moment regardless of what's going on, regardless of your imperfections, that you embrace your imperfections because that's what makes you you. So I want you to take a moment and you can either close your eyes and do a body scan or you can take out a pen and paper and journal this. But I want you to think of all the things that you're grateful to your body for, starting with the top of your head and moving down your body to the bottom of your feet. I want you to thank your body for all of its abilities, for everything that it does to keep you alive. You know, start with your head. You know, thank you to my head for its ability to thank you for my ears, for fill in the blank. Thank you to my eyes for thank you to my nose. What are you thankful for your mouth? What are you thankful for in regards to each body part? I want you to really think about this. And if you are somebody who struggles with your body image and how much you love yourself, I want you to do this every night before you go to bed. I want you to think of things you're grateful for about your body. What are you grateful for about your body? Because your body is amazing. Your body does so much for you. Your body does so much for you. Things behind the scenes, things that you don't even realize your body does for you. Your body's keeping you alive. Your body, all your organs, your body is amazing. And your body needs love from you. And so I want you to start with appreciating your body and thanking your body. And something else is that if you are struggling, if you are struggling with body image issues, definitely seek support. Seek support from friends, from family, from mental health professionals. 
I want you to start engaging in activities that promote self-acceptance and self-compassion, like do a boudoir photo shoot. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Is it boudoir or boudoir? I don't know. Just do it. You know what I'm talking about. Go pole dancing. Take a dance class. Put on a bathing suit or go skinny dipping. It's important to remember that everyone is unique, that there is no one perfect body type or appearance. And I want you to realize that however you are is a good body. Your body is a good body. There's not just one kind of a body that's the right body. There's no right body and wrong body. Every body is a good body. We are all so lucky to have these bodies and to be here in this moment. And I want you to realize that. And I want you to take time to pause and breathe and to realize that other people's opinions of you are none of your business. And please don't let them affect how you feel. Don't let somebody else's opinion or your fear of what you think they might say or think, let it have any influence on what you do. Put on the bathing suit, go in the pool. Don't stop living your life. No matter what you look like, you deserve to have fun. You deserve to love your life and you deserve to love yourself. You deserve to love your body. And I'm so happy that you're listening to this episode because it's not an easy thing to talk about. It's not an easy thing to realize that you could love yourself more. But you can. You totally can love yourself more. And I think that that is one of the best ways to be happier, is to be happier in your own skin. And that doesn't mean changing it. We don't need to change how we look to be happier. We just need to start being more grateful for it and start realizing how good it is because it is good. It is so good. And you just need to realize that once you embrace your body and you love yourself as you are rather than trying to conform to some ridiculous societal expectation or some idealized image of beauty... Once you start appreciating your self-worth, you will feel so good about yourself. You will feel happier. So please, I want to beg you, start practicing gratitude towards your body. Change your negative body talk to positive things. Don't tell yourself, I'm too fat, I'm too pale, I'm too tall, I'm too this, I'm too that. Flip all the negative things that you're thinking of saying to yourself or that you want to say to yourself into positives. Your body is awesome. Your body is great. Your body is perfect. And I want you to think of Lizzo. I want you to think of her and how amazing she is and how she's this firecracker. She's amazing. I love her vibe. I love the fact that she's encouraging us to celebrate our bodies and embrace our natural beauty and to just be unapologetically confident because that's the way to be. I want you to be like Lizzo. I want you to be like Lizzo. I want you to embrace your body, embrace your appearance, embrace everything 
that you feel might not be perfect because there's no such thing as perfect. Think of those models that I was telling you about backstage at the fashion shows who had the quote unquote perfect bodies and still were so ashamed of themselves. There's no such thing. No such thing as perfection. You know, they say that once people reach a certain goal, then they're depressed because they still feel the same. You know, like I think about the fact that I finally hit my way under my goal weight, you know, and I lost so much weight and I still felt so ashamed because people were still saying mean things. And so it's not, it's not about how we look. It's about how much we care about what other people have to say about us. It's how much we care about other people's opinions. That's what I want you to lose. My wish for you this new year is not that you lose weight. My wish for you this new year is not that you reach your goal weight. My wish for you this new year is that you lose the weight of other people's opinions. All right, I love you and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Choose to Be Happy podcast. I will see you next week. Bye. Fresh coat of paint, change my scenery. Wake up in the morning and choose to be brave and set this cage bird free. Here I go, here I go. I'm gonna make a change today. I'm gonna make a change today. Change today